this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. viewers so you'll notice that you're gonna hear a lot of me this time around and that's because i had to re-record some lines for Kristen and serena due to an oversight by myself i'm sorry uh so for Kristen, you're going to hear Kristen says so and so and then for serena you'll hear an irish accent uh, and for me you'll just hear my regular voice thanks for watching Welcome to Dungeon Damsels, everyone. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing like kind of like a bohemian kind of. Get some nice music going, so I feel really relaxed. Michael, do you have a spotlight? Do I have a spotlight? Hey there, beautiful people. I have a nice little spotlight here. Let me share my screen. Because we love Decima so much, I was able to find another card uh, adventure. Card adventure. That's a great way to put it. Uh -huh. So we have Better Backstories at Better Backstories 22. And uh, they have a card based uh, backstory like poker. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hello. Yeah. The card-based, random, life history generated for creative writing, educators, RPG, game masters, and even songwriters. Um, but yeah, I was... It works with any RPG system. Yeah, it works with any RPG system. Um, I, I was looking into it, and it's like pretty like simple and like straightforward. Like you can just see in this like um, YouTube thumbnail that like you just draw like five cards, you know, like randomly generate these different like characteristics, and then you could. And the great thing is these characteristics are can be very specific or very broad and you can just interpret it however you want and each of them has like 10 little flavor texts that supplement like the main um, descriptor and you can either just choose one that you like or you can just roll a d10 and yeah 
So like, yeah, it's. I was looking into it and I was like, this is really cool. I might want to use this for my enchantment, honestly. So just sitting there like, what, what, what character should I use? Uh, Tabaxi, sure, why not? You know what, he's a kleptomaniac, I don't care. <laughs> uh, but this is like a, and like, it has all the great stuff that like, also like Dekama has, where it's like, it just helps you pump those creative juices. So, uh, yeah, check them out. Better backstories. I was like, they're, they have printable versions. They have like a, a full deck version that you could just like purchase and have Nice delivered. fancy cards to show off. Yeah. So like, I think the one that you can have, that you can purchase is like around like 14 to 15 bucks. And then all the other versions, like the full PDFs are like a lot cheaper. So yeah. Go check them out. Thanks for sharing this. I'm kind of interested. Might have to just buy it. We're just gonna switch off. Yeah. Give me that tag. I need to make NPCs. I want to make NPCs. No. Really? It's just for NPCs. You just gotta get like the gears moving, and this just sounds like a nice way to just get that moving. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Dive it in. The damsel successfully thwarted the demonic plans to obtain the tears of undeath after they gave chase to an unknown adversary that they have reasonably assumed the demon and um and killed. <laughs> and killed. Uh she was sent That's back how <laughs> to Borl Gavar. Uh they were reclaimed the tears. Uh Luna almost ate one of the tourists. <laughs> But with the help of her friend, she was able to come back to her senses and push off the lycanthropic curse. I just followed her. Uh, then uh, Jupa came, she was her, uh, my entire friend, and she uh, brought them back to her house to recuperate after um, a pretty uh, emotionally harrowing experience. And now they're taking a short rest before meeting with the best boys because Lucius contacted you guys by a spell and told you to meet and asked to meet asked you guys to meet him and his party at the theater Christian says I think it took us like four sending <laughs> yeah, it took like three people <laughs> so now you guys have a time to yourself uh, you're arranging your things yeah, um, I'm arranging my things and getting ready to go to the, th to the theater, and as I'm arranging a, my things, a small parchment falls out of my bag. It's uh, wrinkled at this uh -huh. point. Yeah, it's wrinkled, and I'm like, wait, what's this? And I see that it's... It's entitled to you in black letters to Miss Ellie, and uh, you open it. And read through, and there's some minor grammar and spelling errors, and you can attribute that to common problems. Um, as well as a spot or here or there that's been just kind of like crossed out. Aww. <laughs> but it says, Dear Miss Ellie, I know we don't know each other that well. Several lines are crossed out. But I have a few words I like to say to your face, but lack the courage. I regret endangering you and your friends for our sake. 
And I thought I would be the one protecting you, but you don't need protecting. I've, ne I've never met someone as brave or as kind as you. I wish I had more time with you. I wish things were different. But as they are, friendship is all I can offer and all I can ask. Please write to me. Your friend. Nars Buddha. Mm. He's still checking down on telling her his true feelings. P.S. P.S. Green is my favorite color. Aww. There's like 15 lines, like, scratched out. <laughs> I scratch, 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 scratch. Like green. <laughs> um... Uh... Ellie, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, uh... <laughs> um... Uh, <laughs> just looking at her like this. <laughs> you guys notice that Ellie's getting kind of flustered in the corner. Over yeah, there. yeah. Ellie, you, you okay? Just, you just see Ellie just like kind of like grasping this note, and um, her leaves start to kind of like spruce up, and then they start to turn a shade of red as along with the rest of her face, an entire being. <laughs> She's not green anymore. <laughs> She's not green as I'm like holding this note like really close to my face and I'm just like covering my face. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm, uh. Ellie, what is it? Uh. It's nothing. It's nothing. And I shoved the note into my bag. I'm just a little bit confused because I feel like Ellie doesn't do that too often with Luna. Oh, no. no yeah, so she's like, you... what's going on? Is Ellie okay? Like. <laughs> Did he say something mean? Deonthe like, um, is gonna feel Ellie's forehead. You seem flush. Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm just, um... Man, demons, am I right? Yeah, we, we, kill, <laughs> we kill a lot of them. Man. <laughs> <Woo>. touch. <laughs> Are you staring? Yep, my hair is is all red. So what you see is um, like my all my my hair is just like a brush of just like autumn leaves, and <laughs> so they're like these like nice round kind of like full kind of. You hear outside. There's kind of the sound of like sound like heavy footsteps and Jupiter jumps up. Oh no, it's my husband. I can't let him see me in my armor. And then she's just like, stole from me. And she goes and runs to her bedroom. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Tiara, can you go and oh. Right, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll join you. Uh... And uh, then- I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what to do, I'm all funny. is gonna help with yeah, the that armor. That she can help with the straps. Yeah. Yeah, Luna's gonna help with the armor too. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> so you can like see through, there's a window to the side and it's kind of cracked open. So you can like look through and see um, this big monitor. Uh, he's older and he has gray fur at this point and uh, he checks the door and it's like, oh, it's locked. Juba must not be home. He kind of like starts. Coming through these keys. <laughs> Is it like one of those like, big key rings? Yeah, it's like a big key ring, and it's just like, why do these 
Fuck this thing. <laughs> um, so is it me and Kiara who's intercepting Nagapa? Uh, Nagapa. Okay, it's whatever you guys want to. Yeah. Really, what's, I mean, do you think it's Luna and Kiyaki are helping her take off her armor? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. just like Kiara is teetering behind entering the door and just leaving it alone, I will be weird if I enter somebody else's door. I mean, maybe we should. Uh, do you want to, like, lean against something? Yeah, no, like, uh, Ellie is actually doing the exact same thing. I'm like, maybe we should, like, act natural or something. <gasps> What's natural? <sighs> <laughs> okay, okay, so next, uh, Jupa and Kayanthi and Luna go to the, the room, and she's just sort of like, uh, you guys, do you guys want to help her take it off? So Yeah, I think Luna's, like, getting her claws in now. Uh-huh. So, and so she's using that to like get like a little bit so you're like untying the sides and everything like that. Okay. We can do like slide of hand. Okay. Yeah. Slide of hand. Uh okay. I'll be just helping her undo the buckles. Alright, there'll be another, another slide of hand, which is supposed to be 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get pretty easily you're just gonna flick uh, one of the through the, the lace in like her her bright and slide off and um and then uh you're holding like well, where am I supposed to put this and Jupa's just like um uh, she, she just kinda throws open this um she kinda just she's like just chuck him to the bed she just kicks it under there. And um can't what you get. Well, Kayanthi is not good at this sort of thing, apparently. Because she rolled a natural one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're looking at it. Um, you don't know how this works. You haven't even like uh, you have ties, and this has like this complicated like buckling system. So like you're. Um, <laughs> it takes you like. Yeah, Jupa's kind of moving around, so you're like, all right, I'm gonna focus on the greaves here, and so you you go through it, and you know, it takes like a lot longer, and then Jupa moves, but you manage to like get one off. Um, yeah, okay, so what are you doing to, are you? I'm just picturing her like kind of chasing her like, <laughs> That's pretty much what's happening. Um, and- I can't believe Kyoto's <laughs> like this. She's supposed to be cool. <laughs> You're just the embodiment Ooh. of that dragon yep. meme. Where it's like my backstory, my my roles. <laughs> I know. Look, little do you know that Keanthi is awesome. In her, little do you know that Keanthi is awesome in her awesome special way. Keanthi is not cool in particular normal ways, apparently. <laughs> Well, I like the normal. Okay. Speaking of normal. Speaking of normal, action natural, Kiara leans on probably like a little side table. Uh, she's probably putting her elbow on it or even her whole weight and then kind of slips off of it a bit and then like picks herself up and tries to lean on Ellie and afterwards it's like, oh, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ow, ow. It's in your poultry. It's in your poultry. Uh, should we have like snacks or something? Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I have like a snack tray and I'm like, I don't know, should we like 
Wait, would this be, this is, is this normal? I don't know. What do you tell the person that you think you love? Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> okay, so, well, I think we should tell him that. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did I walk in? <laughs> okay, so, um, we're gonna have you guys do performance checks. <laughs> Okay. Um, Ellie, you're at disadvantage because you're super flustered. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about it. You hear the keys jangling and it's kind of this rough, like, oh, darn, not the right key. Let me get my glasses out. A performance? Yeah, performance. All right, I feel pretty good. Okay, so the, eventually the, the door opens. And the thump, thump, this big monitor steps through and he looks at you too. And it takes him a minute. Oh yeah, you're Jupa's friends. Uh, we must have company. And... Do you want snacks? Uh, yeah. I, I rolled... <laughs> I, I rolled a, um, I rolled a 10. <laughs> uh, you see him kind of like... Look around. Um, I mean, I have a snack tray. I don't have snacks, though. So, um, is Jupa home? How'd you get in the house? Ha 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 ha
fighting. But she won with Furious. Um, and, uh, so Nagako, he looks at it and he's like, oh, yes, uh, let me go get, I should get my tools to look at this. And he, he gets up and heads towards the hallway that you saw Jupa go down. And we'll go back to Kayanthi and Luna. So, she's, um, you've currently got most of her armor off. But, um, her hair is a mess, and you can... Uh, I'm gonna brush it. Really bad helmet hair. She's like... Candy's gonna do press Yeah, do it! Do it! She's sweaty and dirty. She's like, oh no, I can't... She's kind of brushing off the sand. I think something's going on. Wait a minute. Kianthi is finally feeling confident. I know exactly what to do. Alright, she's gonna cast her little spell. She's gonna do the wavy little wiggly finger thing from the tip of her head down to her cute little toes. Aww. So, yes, much. Uh, you, you cast your spell as. Um, kind of like a... magic, it's like red, right? This, like, red glittering substance kind of washes over her. It's like a Cinderella kind like of. Like a Cinderella. And it just. Brushes aside all dust, um, and then, um, you're gonna fluff her hair up. Yeah, Luna, I think Luna's, like, since she's had to go between, like, being in the woods and, like, going to, like, social gatherings, like, within the same day, she needs some tricks to just, like, meet her. Okay, yeah, she can, like, tease the hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) what would that even be? I don't know, just, like... I don't know. Like I she's, was, she's taking care of things like the sweat and stuff, so not that. But I think it's like probably finding a good part and then like. Okay, we'll have you do like you can do sleight of hand or performance. I'll do like performance. Okay. And you you've done prestidigitation enough, where you're just you're yeah, just, she's clear. You just you just twenty three. Oh yeah, nice. you. You you got this down. You Hair grab that coat, cheese it, fluff it up, put it in a braid. She looks great. She's just she turned out there. Had her hair braided before. So, oh, that looks really nice. This is good, and this, I think we're ready to go. Uh, oh no, Nagabo's gonna think that she looks too good. Kathy is gonna offer a high five to Luna. High five. Yeah, you She's excited. She got to do something fun with Luna. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay, so outside, Nagapo's going towards the hallway. You guys don't know they're done. What do you do? No, wait, wait, the seashells. I, I got it, I got it. I got, wait, wait a minute, wait. Wait, I have to check my, my, wait. <laughs> wait. Okay, make a persuasion check for him to wait. Kara, what are you doing? I've never been here before. Can I use your restroom? <laughs> um, yes, of, of course. The, the privy is just down the hall on the right. Um, Can you come with me? I'm scared of always. You looked underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just like, oh, her ears probably just. <laughs> no. Okay, so Ellie is like checking, 
So but Ellie is Ellie is checking your bag uh-huh. and checking your other bag uh-huh. and then checking your other bag. Uh-huh. Ellie only has one bag. <laughs> um, I rolled a, a ten on my persuasion, and I'm like, wait, it's uh, it, it has to be somewhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm kind of turning left and right to like check my bag, but it's like the same bag. It's it's the same bag. And he kind of like comes over and just. Pushes the cookies closer to you. <laughs> oh, we're so bad at this. So bad. He just looks at you guys. Is there something you're trying to hide from me? Mm, it's my feelings! <laughs> as I, like, and as soon as I say that, like, I'm just like, I just shove the pipe into my mouth and I'm just blowing endless bubbles. Just fill the house. Does Jupiter ever walk? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, Nagapo is just, like, um, I, I think, he looks really, like, helpless, like, this is a problem for my wife, and, but she's not here, so he's like, um, because he's thinking, you know, they must not feel well or something. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fight you. And he kind of turns around. No, wait, wait, I need your help. And I like hold his hands and I'm like, what? What do you... How do you... Um... How do you tell someone that you think you love them? He is married. And then he... You are, like, looking, like, ahead of him, the first, the first, first thought, he's married. This is a very drastic <laughs> 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 And she's just, like, comfortable. <laughs> and, um, he stops and looks at you, and he's all, like, is... You don't feel that way towards me, right? Uh, and I just instantly jump back and I'm like, what? Oh no, I mean, of course, no, of course not. Uh, you're, you're married to, to Jufa. No, no, no. I mean, uh. And he, um. So then he, he kind of like pulls over a chair and he says, you see him kind of fold his hands in front of him and he kind of, um, thinks for a moment. Um, it's, it, I mean, your question caught him off guard, but he's thinking about it seriously. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he says, Well, when I asked Juba to be my um, mate, he, um, he just said, I didn't have much to offer him. I didn't have funding or education. I didn't have good family. I wasn't even from the same tribe. But when I came to her and said, Jupa, I may not be able to offer you a king's dowry, but I will make sure you will always feel like a queen to me. As long as you're with me. Oh, and he says that's part of the reason I always make the necklaces, because I she's my queen, and I love her. 
And I think it's when you feel that way about someone that you know that you feel inside. Um, and how you tell them is, well, that's up to you. That's not It's, is it a boy? Um, the person you like, or, or is it a girl? When you cut back to Ellie... He's secure, okay. and like, thoughtful, like, that's good advice. And he looks secure, and, like, in an indicative way. Curious, be like... <laughs> not me. Yeah, like, there's a subtle glance <laughs> over to you, and he's like... Yeah, when you look back at Ellie's face, just tears are just running down, because I'm like, just... That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. It's <laughs> just like, oh, I'm so crying. And he kind of like finds a napkin for you and hands it to you. It's like inside the cookie jar, someone else left it there. Yeah, like it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> he like looks around and just kind of like finds it on the table. It's, it's, it's not very clean. So it's, it's, is it a young man? <laughs> It's a young man. He's really hot and has lots of abs, but he's also oh, really wow. sweet. I I just he's <laughs> 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 just kind of like ah oh, yeah. I, should, should be um. And why do you do this to me, Tiffany? Your <laughs> <laughs> only feelings for you. <laughs> <laughs> He pats your hand, he says, don't worry about it. And aren't that complicated. Just say, you like being around him. Um, and, uh, yeah, just tell him you like being around him and hold his hand. He'll take care of the rest. Unless he's really dense, you might have to kiss him, but, um, Make sure he likes you first. <laughs> it sounds like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, um, okay. And I'm just like holding my hair and just like kind of putting it in front of my face. And, and he, uh... Ellie is well put together. She, she's, she has everything under control. control. <laughs> don't, don't rush it. It's, uh... Young people are always in too much of a rush. Allow your feelings to, uh, you know, allow yourself to, to know your own feelings and what they are and what that means for you. Make sure you know how you feel before you take that step. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, thank you, Mr. Nagabo. And I found your seashell. It was in my bag. And he reaches over and takes it. Are you kids in a hurry? Uh, oh. At this at this point, uh, Jupa steps out. <laughs> Your hair looks all nice. And she's like, oh, honey, you're home. Comes over and kind of nuzzles him. 
Yeah, she's been here the entire time. I just had the girls help with my hair, that's all. Wanted to surprise you. And he stands up and, and looks at her and he says, I like it, it's nice. <laughs> they, uh, you can tell by the way they look at each other that there's a deep love between them. Just how is that? Uh, oh. at, this, at this point, uh, Jupa steps out. <laughs> her hair looks all nice. She's like, oh, honey, you're home. Comes over and kind of nuzzles him. Yeah, she's been here the entire time. I just had the girls help with my hair, that's all. Wanted to surprise you. And he stands up and, and looks at her and he says, I like it, it's nice. <laughs> they, uh, you can tell by the way they look at each other that there's a deep love between them. Just how is that? Oh, sorry. Well, um, let's, uh, um, I see you brought the cookies out. And the girl was like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I don't know where anything is in the kitchen. And she's like, oh, it's fine. Um, I'll get some milk out, and we'll get some tea going. Um, and then she goes over and starts bringing out some snacks. I can't remember, does Luna have clothes? She has, a, uh, like, one of Luna, uh, yeah, she does. But it's like a really big shirt Jupa's because fuck. it's Jupa's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she gave you one of her spare shirts. It's just really big on you. Mm-hmm. It's a dress. Yeah. And then Nagapo says, um, hang on a second. And he goes to the back where his workshop is. And you guys, um, he, you guys hear some like tink, tink, tink. And about 10 minutes later, he, he comes out and he, uh, puts down, uh, he goes and, and gives this, this ring to Ellie. Um, and it looks like he took some of the Axel Calvin and then took uh, like a gold wire and then uh, used the wire to make a setting for like a small piece of the axle company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like one of those raw stone setting settings or in, in, in a wire setting, anyway. And um, how that functions is it's a pearl of power. Oh, okay. That should help any of you Spells. Thanks oh. for getting that for me. Thank you. Wait, well, we can reconvene with the other yeah. damsels. Yeah, so you guys are now together at the table. Chupa has some cookies. You eat them up. They're delicious. Next up, um, unless you guys want to do anything else, we can just have you guys head over to the theater. Okay, that's I just right. imagine Luna like walking over in like this giant shirt, like barefoot, like <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'd have to. Do I have many? I don't know if I have any like spare clothes that aren't like nice ones that she'd want to preserve. You, I think you've like burst from your spare clothes. Yeah, I think those were your spare clothes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I pretty much already like destroyed all my spare clothes. I just have like really nice dresses left. 
Yeah. Um, you can, I mean, you guys have enough time to just go to the market. Um, All right. And, and just, we'll just say you can grab some clothes. Uh, just mark down, like, five silver for your clothes. And, um, you guys head over to the theater. Across Gundrick, you are in front of the Shell's Cove Theater. It's a grand building with a large structure of clamshells and a pearl on top of it. There, it's probably made of, uh, the craftsmanship is very impressive. Um, I kind of think of like, you know, like the Vegas strip kind of looking is what it kind of feels like. Uh, the pavement around the building has shells embedded into the pavement. Um, the handles of the building are made with metal and coral decor. If anyone's been on the Disneyland ride, uh, Ariel's like Grotto. No, it's uh, at California Adventure. That's kind of what it looks like, also. So that plus Vegas Street. <laughs> there are no windows in the building, but uh, the front does have posters displaying the show Carmina. And um, you guys see there's a fountain out in, um, so there's a, the theater is ahead of you, but um, in front of that is like a wide open plaza that is open to like shops and restaurants. It's kind of like a, a nicer area where people can convene and um, people are whining and dining out on the outdoor patios and off to like the left you can see that there, the canals are going. Um, uh, it's And in the center of the plaza is this fountain and um, you can see Order, Airman, and Lucius standing by the fountain. Um, well, it's really more of two of them are sitting on the ledge of the fountain wall when it's overlooking. You approach them from there. They're covered in dirt and bruises, but appear to be fine. And Order kind of has this hat on that he probably stole, and he like looks around nervously. <laughs> Lucius, uh, Lucius sees you guys, um, and kind of waves you over. You approach. Did you, did you get the relics? Yes. Yeah, we got the Tears of Undead. Oh, good. <clears throat> we... Yeah, you did. You, you hid the tears in your sleeve. He kind of, like, pulls out this... He briefly shows you this chalice, and he says, we also got ours, but... <sighs> kind of like size. We hit the black market and, uh, kind of stole it. Um, uh, oh so now the half the city's after us. Uh, it turns out, and the order's like, yeah, it turns out Grandpa hired an entire mercenary guild, the Triple Crowns, to come and find us. Um, I love how this is like a big deal, but it feels like it's just like a, being dropped out of nowhere. Like, oh, by the way. By the way, <laughs> this thing happened. Yeah, like, um, Orator's really worn out. Uh, he's just looked worn out. I'm out of spells. Uh, and then, uh, and Airman's just like, they took me on a wild goose chase. And then we ran into, and then he looks over at, at Lush, Lucius. And, and this guy has connections to the drug mafia. It's like, well, we made a good deal. We just, you just, I mean, 
I mean, we went through their territory. Yeah, after I used plant growth on their marijuana plants, he's like, well, we'll have a good harvest. We go through their territory, it's fine. <laughs> it's just like, anyway. Uh... <laughs> you're, you're like that, like, that wide-eyed blinking gift of... <laughs> <laughs> it was a good move. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> yeah, and Arafin, yeah, Arafin is just like, well, and also, this guy has everyone, apparently he owes everyone money in this city in order to just kind of like stays down lower. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that also happened. And this guy is wanted by the guards, and he's... Relevant. What? Uh, and orders looking around. I mean, no, it's horrible, but we need to meet you. Um, Don't you have hallway no spells? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, um, I, I look around and I see if like any, but any peering eyes. They get a perception check. While um, you're doing that, Lucius says. Well, we had to tell you guys what was going on. Turns out the last oh. relics, the prima donna's scarf, and points to the, the theater behind you. I would go in, but I think too many blue collars would recognize me there. And this guy owes everyone money. What do you see? I I see absolutely nothing. I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. Okay. Um, you're keeping an eye out. Um. You do see some of the Gutter Guard patrolling by. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, you kind of point that out. And it just kind of like slips around <laughs> the, the fountain. <clears throat> Best to avoid them for now. Well, we'll leave the. If we could leave the theater to you, we'd like to lay low for right now. And it's on the prima donna border, kind of like, well, like he, he looks off and seems to be trying to keep a watch, but then he like ducks. The what's her name, Farah? Yeah. So I don't know. Try the dressing room. Uh, Araban says we did see, we did find a back door, but um, it was. Um, anyway, but we couldn't get in that way. Well, we could try. We could try it again. Um, there's just a lot of too many VIP passes. <laughs> well, yeah, to go backstage probably. But um, the the problem was that um, there was no door handle on the outside. Like it only has a handle on one side. Yeah, it's a theater. Well, I might be able to sneak. Yeah. I mean, I might be able to like sneak underneath like the door. I mean, I could shapeshift. Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, I mean, it turns like a snake or something that can like squeeze under. Yeah. A snake or a rat or.
Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I mean, we can probably do both. I can. The door. I can get. Yeah. Yeah, I can get the door open, and then once we're inside, we might be able to get disguises, since this is a theater. And they're just kind of like looking at the fur that's like sprouting out of her arms and stuff, and hands. It's just like. Kind of like quiet. <laughs> She's actually kind of a little bit offended by that. Because... <laughs> yeah, totally yeah, normal. exactly. Uh, they yeah, while you're early guys to be werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> so while you guys are discussing, Aravan uh, says we have company, and then uh, he kind of like nods towards the canal and, and Lucian and. Uh, Lucius, sorry, I didn't see a perfect roll. <laughs> so there's a Lucian in that. So Lucius and Order look over there. And they're like, okay, we're gonna lead them away. We don't want. And uh, Order goes over to Keonthe and he's just like, gives you like a quick hug. And then he's like, that's what siblings do, right? My siblings don't do that. Keep <laughs> that hat on. quickly they do like a power walk off but it's just like a little too much there's a little too much intention behind it to be just a power walk <laughs> just bring in their stuff yeah like they're trying to just kind of like and then you hear the shout oh there they are get out like holy money punk and they're just like oh <laughs> and they skip down all around the corner I look down as they run away, I'm like, I want to be part of their campaign. <laughs> hey, Callish. Alright, so now you're at the theater. Okay, um... Airband stayed with you guys. He's just like, I don't know around with them. Alright, so I... He I'll... turns into... Yeah. He turns into a mouse. Yeah, yeah, I can, um... Would it would there be enough space for me to get underneath as like a mouse or? Um it... yeah, let's um we'll have you guys kind of slip around back. Callie, no claws on spare skin. And um, you uh, let's see, you can't fit out of the door, but you're looking around and um, you see that there's a. Um, Great, that's the word. A grate that uh, goes down. Um, you can see, you can, you go over to the grate. You can probably squeeze into the grate. Um, it seems to be coming, it seems to be an opening for like the underground bubbles and like some steam's coming out of it. Okay. Um, so I can, I can fit through the, that, those grates. I can't fit underneath the door. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, and so. Ervan goes with you. He squeaks at you. You want me to come? Squeaky squeak. A squeak. Oh, he turned into a, a, a mouse too. Yeah, he's a mouse. Sorry, I'm looking at animal mouse forms. Mouse friends. The life of a druid. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I turn into a mouse and I join Ervan. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a little green mouse. Mouse, oh, like grayish mouse with like moss 
on on her back. She's um, it's probably like a dark brown one, like his hair. All right, so <clears throat> you guys go d- go down this um, chute type thing and land in the laundry room. Um, it's a currently busy state as washer people uh, scrub and mend elaborate costumes. Steam rises. And lines uh, and lines are put out for pinning and drying costumes. There are two workers, one male and one female. Both are half elves. I can hear muttering, ah, "I wish I knew magic. Then I could just use prestidigitation, get it all clean in an instant." Oh. And the other one says, "Yeah, but they can't really ever get out pit stains too well. And then mending sometimes makes things stitch together weird." I guess that's true. Uh, and then she. <laughs> You easily slip by them. They're just doing their work. Um, and it's steaming and fogging. So you come to a T intersection. Um, and there's a left and a right. Which way do you go? Um, I'm... Okay, I'm going to... Just look down each ways and see where, like... I guess, like, if I could feel, like, a breeze of, like, of, like, maybe, like, the outside air, like, coming in, just to get a sense of what would be, like, the fastest. Okay, okay. Um, you can find it first. I guess I'll be perception. Yeah. There we go. That's a dirty 20. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 22. So, you're looking down both of these hallways, and, um, there's... They look identical. Mm -hmm. Um... And sounds bouncing off the walls. You think that either way would be fine. Um, as it seems like they're probably, like, mirrored based off the, what architecture, what you can hear now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then I look at Aravan and just kind of squeak towards the left and just okay. And just go. All right. So you guys squeak towards the left, hang on to the walls. All is still as you walk through the steam-filled room. You can see those robes sliding the walls and a series of stalls. You step past the threshold and see there's a line of sinks with mirrors and a dense steam. Um. You see a man with short brown hair and tan skin. Um, he's he steps out of um, the from behind one of the curtains with the towel on. Um, this is the showers. <laughs> he stepped into the men's showers. Oh. And um, you're still a mouse, so we'll see if he we'll see if he notices. Him. You actually, what we'll do is we'll have you roll stealth as a mouse, and then I'll roll his perception. Okay, okay. That is a 13. Okay, he got 19. So he sees like two mice and he's just like, ah! Ah! Mice! And I squeak frantically (laughs) as I'm just like, you see him just kind of like fumble around and and pull out like a back scrubber and he goes over and starts to like kind of like shoo you away. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah, I, yeah, I tried to just scurry, scurry out of the way, and try to usher Airvan my direction. 
And, uh, we Everyone's probably doing way better than I am. See, He's okay. a smart boy. I'm. Okay. I am the hottest. Not either. Okay. Um, the hottest of messes. Okay, so are you progressing forward or back? Forward. Okay, so you yeah. push forward, um, and then uh, he's like, I, I'd say he's moving around pretty awkwardly because he's trying to hold a towel and black mice. So you guys slip right through, mm -hmm. um, and then you come, you go up, you find these uh, stair, this stair, you find the men's dressing room, um, and in there there's costumes and. and you go up the stairs, and then you come to the back hall of the, the backstage. There we go. There's all sorts of props and costumes. There's a lot going on, a lot of foot traffic, and you kind of trace along the wall until you get to the door, uh, the back door. Mm. Okay, so we make it to the back door. Yes. Is that okay? Is this the door that we need to open? Yes. Okay, awesome. Okay. I'll look around, see if there's anybody around. Currently, it is clear. I voomp! Transform back into myself. I am still red. I am... <laughs> still an Still... Still the hottest of arcane boys on my mind. Um, alright, and then I just open the door. Um, and then... Uh, you open the door and your other friends are there! So you guys have access to the theater now. <clears throat> you look around, um, and, um, you ask Ellie about her, uh, experiences, and you hear, you can figure out that, like, it sounds like the dresser rooms are on, uh, a lower, a level below this one, so you have to find some stairs that go down. Uh, and if you head over to... But um, while you're investigating, you uh, see some of the stagehands coming around as they're moving around some of the props, um, and they're they're gonna see you guys. So you guys gotta hide or do something. There's um. <clears throat> okay, guys, we should we should hide. I'll... I'm gonna duck into a doorway. Yeah, I... because they're just walking through. Try try to stay close to me as I like take my staff and I. And I hold it and just like my fairy friends kind of come out and like we start to turn just slightly transparent as I cast Pass Without Trace on us. Yeah, here we go. The floor is wood and the walls are lined with all manner of props and shapes and sizes. You see wooden recreations of stone buildings and a ship on wheels with a wave mechanism beneath it and racks of cloth and wardrobes of costumes. There's a small door on the right that looks like it could go up to the catwalk. Um, so, what do you guys roll? I guess you guys are hiding, so mm -hmm. roll for hide. And you guys get to add, if you guys are within, I think, 30 feet of me. Yeah. Which isn't, which isn't hard. You guys get to add plus 10 to your stuff. And 19. It's a good thing I yeah. did. Because <laughs> I, I, I rolled a natural one, but Ooh. with all the modifiers, that's a. Thirteen. Plus ten. <laughs> plus plus ten. All right, we're doing awesome. 
I think that's a pop-up. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, what did we get across the board? We got 19 for for Luna. For Luna. Yeah, Luna, you step into the, the small door to go to the catwalk. Um, and then just kind of climb up the ladder a little bit. Um, Ellie, what did you get? I got 13. Okay, you duck into the, like, cost. This, there's this rack of costumes kind of just shoved yourself into that. Um, Kiara, you got, like, a body jump or something? Oh, good. Okay. Um, hysterically... Yeah, hysterically, you just kind of, like, fall behind some props. Um, you actually fall into, like, this ship and they kind of, like, roll under it as people are coming by. What about you, Kaopi? Oh. oh, yeah. You just meld into, like, the costume rag. Uh, you, uh, all hide. Oh. So, okay, that's pretty perceptive. Um, you see a, I believe she was red, you see a red dragonborn step out and, um, walk, walk by. Those of you who were on the season's delight recognize her as Celestra. Who was the oh, singer yeah. on the ship? Oh yeah, doesn't she kind of owe us one because we paid off her debts? So you bought her more time for her oh, debt. Yes. Debt for debt. And um, so she kind of like stops, and then you see her like sit and crouch down, and then look at Kiara under the ship. <laughs> Can I help you? I think you're lost. Kiara <laughs> just- I don't think Kiara knows this person. No, she doesn't, but <laughs> you had the lowest roll. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought she had the lowest roll. Oh! Looking for the flute section. Sure, how to resolve it. I have to lie, I've been caught. And then she looks over and sees leaves poking out of the, uh, the costume I'm, rack. <laughs> I'm like trying to pretend to be a tree because I've, I've heard that there's trees in like plays. But, I, I, your arms <laughs> but I'm like in the like the rack and I'm like, hey, it's nice to see you again. I don't know if she would recognize me because I'm all red. She kind of, it takes her a minute, and then she's just... What? Weren't you on the season's delight? Yeah, that's, that's me. And then, um, she... I'm usually green. Now I'm a tree. Right, right. Kiara um... has this shifty look. Have we been found out? <laughs> She's just... And, um, she... She kind of, like, ushers. She's like, come, come on, 
Oh, um, um, she opens up like this. She takes some like keys out and opens up this like broom closet and kind of like pulls you guys in. What are you doing here? I mean, you trust me. You really don't want to be caught by the stage manager. She's kind of horrible. Well, we're kind of on a uh, we're kind of on a mission. Yeah, we. Um, okay. We, we actually need your scarf. I don't have a scarf. And we need the prima donna scarf. Oh, you mean Farah? Yeah, I'm not the prima donna here. And she kind of rolls her eyes. They'd never let a dragonborn be prima donna here. Oh, but you have such a lovely voice. You don't have to tell me that. But the dwarves want to see dwarven women sing. Anyway, but. Um, yeah, is it, is it blue or something? Do you know what color it is? Because she always has this blue scarf. Um, I, I describe it as much as uh, Luscious has um, Lucian. Luscious. Luscious. We call him Luscious. <laughs> all the names are melding together as um, Lucian has, um, has described to us. Okay, um, I've, I've only seen her with one scarf, but the thing is, she always keeps it on her. Um, we need to take it off her, and then probably kill her, or at least warn her. Alright, um, I mean, she's in the dressing room now. Um, do you, well, you said that she's always had it on her, that you always see it with her, like, is she, does she seem, like, very obsessive about it? Or? Does she ever take a bath? I mean... Has she never taken it off since you've I, seen her? Every time you've seen her, she has one. She, um, she, like, thinks back. Yeah, she's pretty protective of it. It's like a, like a love charm for her or something like that. Has, has she been acting weird at all, or...? It's not strict. I mean, she. She does have this ability to captivate a room. It's a little uncanny. Uncanny. Isn't that what all performers do? I mean, trust me, I know the difference between enthralling a crowd and. To making the crowd your thrall? Enthralling it. Making a crowd your thrall, that's what you're doing. It's, it's like there's something else to her. It's, uh, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but um, you guys should hurry because she has a big number coming up and she's going to be on stage. Okay. And she'll go on stage with the scarf. Alright. Well, wait. What do stagehands wear? Black. Um, and then she's... So, um, and then she's just like, I mean... Weird hands here too, there's a stagehand. Try to... She, she kind of like opens the door and looks out. Oh, my, my scene's gonna come on soon. Um, and then she, she's, um... 
I'll tell Wintertan you're here. Have we, he'll help you have for you too. Um, and then she, uh, you guys should definitely stay out of sight. And then now uh, she slips out the door. Alright, and then I um Kristen grab every- asks, was it only Ellie and Kiara that were interacting with her? Yeah. Yeah, like she we, saw like us. we might have been able to hear, but we weren't interacting. Kristen asks, should one of us sneak down into the dressing room and just grab the scarf? I mean, yeah, you guys can, yeah, you guys can sneak in and try to grab it, and like, if anything, um, I mean, I can turn into a mouse and be in one of you guys' pockets, so you guys have the, um, pass without a trace on you guys. Oh. I don't remember what that does off the top of my head. So might be an invisibility one? Yeah, maybe maybe put the test of disappearance on Keonfe. You use an action to throw dust in the air, and you and each creature in the uh, within 10 feet become invisible for 2d4 minutes. The duration is the same for all subjects. And oh. the dust is consumed when the magic takes effect. If the creature affected by the dust attacks or casts a spell, invisibility ends for the creature. Okay. So we can throw it on you right before we go in, you go into the room. Do we want to put it on Kayanthi so she's like the most... Yeah. ...flexibly one? Actually, I'm kind of flexibly too, but... Yeah. likes me. Christian says, if all else fails... I can jump on top of people and hop around. Yeah, you can parkour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can parkour my way out of there. You'll see. Like, yeah, just like to parkour like into the rafters or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Kristen says, let's yeah. do it. So then, should we just turn all of ourselves invisible just because we can? Kristen yeah. says, we yeah, we could do so that. So it's one usage can get all of us or one usage can get one person? Yeah, it's one usage for, um, it can get everyone within a 10 foot radius. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, um, you guys meet up, and then, um, this, like, you hear just a bunch of footsteps coming as people are coming up from other side of the stairs, and you see, um, down the hallway on the other side that there are actors in, in elaborate costumes coming out, and they're lighting up along the sides of... The, the stage, you guys um, throw, throw on your dust. So Kiara, roll 2d4, and we'll have your minutes. Kiara says, I got a four and I got a three. Okay, hey. seven minutes. So, seven minutes, you guys have invisibility. And um, you see this, um, <laughs> this, um, I think I made her like a dwarven woman. This dwarven woman with short, cropped, uh, like, slicked back brown hair, and she has this clipboard, she's just like, all right, guys, and I was like, line up, line up, we're gonna go on soon, gotta make sure we don't make, I was like, we gotta, this is Farrah's big scene. Sorry, this Real quick here, but I like to think that when we do the dust thing, she, like, kind of panics 
when she sees people and just throws it at Kayanti, like, Pah! and then we all just cough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you hear people coming. I kind of like the idea of like what is it? People are coming in at the same time, and she throws it up, and like some of the like stage people kind of turn visible. They're trying to go on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It lands on like this. um As it's settling, you know, someone rushes by, and she's new. She's like, oh wait, I I came on this side. She doesn't even realize she's invisible. Oh no. And uh, you hear the, the the music starting to swell. She'd make a great stagehand. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But not a good actor. The music outside. But a great stagehand. Great stagehand. <laughs> the, the music swells, and then um, people start to um, begin to dance onto the stage and sing their chorus line. Um, from what you can tell, it's like something about love being an, an untangable thing, and it's in Elfish, and um, then. Have you ever seen a stage play before? They have that in Dropside, right? I'm sure they do. It's not super popular, but they've done it. Um, they're more of like an orchestra type of people, because it made them more interested in. Um, I guess vernacular, um, like activities, downtime activities and entertainment that has to do with hearing and like scent because it's dark. <laughs> it's dark, so. Um... If that's the case, then she does a bit of a double take while she's looking around. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a lot. Um, and then stagehands are coming out, they're, they're kind of like moving sets around, and, and you guys are fine because you have these, I mean, you're visible at this point. Okay, um, passive perception for you What is it? Mine is 11. Mine's 15. Uh, Ellie, you can see, uh, that there's this, um, there's someone, like, in the rafters, um, and they're not dressed like a stagehand, and they're not dressed like an actor, so you think that's kind of weird. Yeah, I, um, I get people's attention, and I just, and I point up to the rafters. Yeah, and, and you, you look on all four of you look over, you can see just, like, this slim outline of what seems to be like a tiefling. Uh -oh. um, and you guys hear these women coming up and say, oh, there is spirits on our way up. Come on, quickly, quick. And um, there's this sea of actors between you as Farrah comes out and she's this um, dwarven woman with curled brown hair um she's very pretty and she steps out you see that the blue scarf is around her wrist and then she walks over to the side of the stage yeah this is when you run because you are fast or do whatever you want Kristen asks is there a bunch of people between me and farah and if there are can i wall run around them make an acrobatics what is it? Check. Kiara, would you want to throw her 
Kristen says, well, I don't think I need assistance. Can I just run? I mean, you wanted to, like, wall run, so yeah. make an acrobatics check. Yeah, you can do that automatically at level 9, but... Kristen says, well, my acrobatics is 7, and I got a 16, so through the power of math, I got a number over 20. Yeah, okay. You, you like kind of nimbly go and jump up and like run along this wall behind and get behind. Um, you get on the other side of the people and you're behind Farah and she's at the edge of the stage. Kristen says, Okay. And I landed safely behind her, no noise or anything, right? I mean, there's, I mean, people are kind of like busily. They're kind of in their own head because they're about, they're, you know, ready to go on. Um, so. Yeah, there's a projection going on. It's busy backstage. People are coming in and out. Uh, you can. Kristen asks, isn't Fast Without a Trace on? Uh, it lasts for an hour. I mean, you guys are invisible, so, like, people can't see you. There's enough happening where they can't really hear you, but if you, like, accidentally run into someone yeah if you run into someone they're gonna feel it and says okay so Kathy has a little bit of a time frame to attempt to untie and remove the scarf yeah Come on, you, can do it. you had practice before slides this one if, are you trying to procure the scarf Kristen responds well, I'm trying to untie it, and with the plus 10 and my plus 4 to stealth. I would say this is a sleight of hand check. Kristen says, oh, well, sleight of hand is the same. An 18, okay. Kristen responds, oh, well, I thought my thing was stealth. Oh, it's, oh. Like, it's not technically a stealth check, it's a sleight of hand check. Okay. Kristen says, oh, then it's just an eight. We'll say, like, you you managed to, like, come up and, like, loosen it a little bit, um, and it's starting to slip off, and then she looks down, and she's like, oh, she, like, takes it and, like, ties it back on, and then she goes onto the stage! Oh, no. You're still invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is gonna be a skill challenge. Um, you use your, your skills to get across the stage and dodge, um, obstacles, which are going to be actors and actresses. Your goal is to keep, um, you guys look around and you see, uh, three more tieflings come out. And uh, your goal is, um to keep Farrah away because you can see one is like in the, in the catwalk, another one's coming up from behind um, some of these oh here she is she's like behind the that stage this is a staircase here um, and then even like amongst the whatchamacallit the actors you can see some of them are intent on getting to Farrah so there's four but you're trying to keep away from Farrah who's uh, this purple person Yes. Uh, your goal is 
Yeah, she's opening up front, front and she's by a wash tub. Uh, you glance around, there's a ladder to your right that leads up to the back part of the set. Uh, there's also a control box uh, for the stage and a, a set of costumes to the back. The control box um, can... Let's see. There's a trap door right here. So there's a trap door over here, and then there's a platform that's outlined in purple that um, can, I believe that one, the purple one rotates, and then there's this big one right here that actually will raise. And there's also a hook dangling from probably like a previous set, and you can reasonably assume that it's used to like, uh, it's a wire to like pull people up in the air for dramatic effect. Uh, so you guys can use those to, if you want to, but you do have to stay at the control box, which is just generally over here by where you guys are right now. Um. Yeah, so you guys can see- I'll, I'll make them red. There we go. There they are. And I just want to point out all of this- all the people in the, in the audience. <laughs> okay. Yay me. Alright. Uh, let's roll initiative at this point. Just so we have a round. Okay, Ellie, what'd you get? I got a three. Kiara, what'd you get? Okay, um, and then Luna, 23. Nice, she's not talking. I can't be. Just the chaos crew ain't doing so hot. You got seven. Okay. Alright, top of the round is Luna. Okay. So we have to stop them? Uh, so your goal is to keep them away um, from her. So. Um, and to get, uh, you want to keep them away and get to her first so you can get the scarf. That's the whole thing. It's keep away. Hmm. You can, you're invisible. Yeah. Um. Oh, 13. Okay. I heard seven for some reason. Ah, okay. I'm doing better. Three. Yeah! Winning forever! I'm feeling real cute right now. feels good. We feel great. Do you, want, do you want to come back to you? I don't know, because it's like, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, what can I do? Because it's like, there's already one, like, literally right next to her, so I would not be able to get to him before he got to her. Um, let me see. But also, it's like, she has no, she doesn't have spells, but even if she did, like, she would go uninvisible if she attacked or, um, or attacked someone or cast a spell, and... 
I'm not sure what all counts as an attack because even like a grapple can count as an attack to some. Oh, um, that's true. And um, then also it's like she doesn't she has like minus two still um, strength, so she can't really grapple anywhere. Um, I'll say if you're like gonna just like um, if you're not trying to like do actual harm, I won't count it as an attack. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could theoretically, like, throw something at her or, um, mm-hmm. try to, like, you could, like, try to come over here and just, like, push the boxes over onto her. Um. It's like I might barely be able to make that and still do that. Yeah, I know. Um, you're all relatively, like, in this area. Um. So I'll make it a little closer. Okay, there's that, and... I don't know, there's a part of it that, like, wants to turn into a werewolf backstage, so everyone starts freaking out. It's like, oh, no, we need to, like... Like, okay, let's get... You can definitely do that. I also want to get out alive. Yeah. Um... I'll make things interesting. Danessa comes over and she walks over to here um, and is interacting with these people. So this guy is um, there. Um, so now you guys could theoretically like rotate this because that platform rotates. Wait, the purple one? Rotates? Yeah, the purple one rotates. So you guys use the control box to rotate. Okay. Is it just 90 degrees each turn sort of thing? Um, it's, it's like, I know it's square, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a round platform that rotates, like a disc. Uh-huh. Just can't make circles. Okay. I go, um, come over here and then try to dump the boxes on him. Okay. Yeah. You easily, down. yeah, you're invisible, so you like easily slip around them. Um, these people are sitting at tables at, during this point. Um, and so make a strength check to try to like topple these boxes over. Sure, it's a strength check. Like, uh, well, unless you can figure out another way to move them. Um, oh, can I find like a small piece? Like if it's like, oh hey, it's like it looks secure now, but if I remove this one board, then suddenly it's not secure anymore, and it just goes. Um. Yeah, make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 11 plus 5, that's 16. Okay, yeah, you you look over and you see that there's um, this, uh, like, yeah, we'll say there's like a board that kind of like supports it. And if you just kind of, you take this um, loose kind of wood and pry it between it and then it just easily kind of like topples over and there's this um, like loud noise as um, it falls onto onto him and then the other actors are like oh uh and you hear the audience go and then there's this kind of like uh brief pause and but uh, she keeps Farrah keeps singing okay all right next up we have We'll say she's number one. He's number two. Okay, so she's back here. You see one of the tieflings come over, and um, she's kind of just slinking across. 
that's as far as she she can go. And uh, this guy, he's trying to. They're trying to like keep it cool. He's also walking across the stage. Okay, so the closest one, um, yeah, would be the. Oh no, I moved her over here. He's been knocked over. Okay, so there's one carrying a barrel pretending to be like, um, you know, delivering, uh, pretending to be a peasant. And he is uh, coming up behind Farah. He is. What? Where's Farah? Farah's way up here. Christian says, then what I want to do either way, I want to cast a spell, I want to cast hold person on that guy over there. That will make you uninvisible, just so you know. Yeah, that will break invisibility. Christian says, oh, really? Okay, then I'm not going to do that. I'm going to run over there. <laughs> How fast is your movement? Christian says, I have 50 feet of movement. Okay, so you can, if you use your movement, you're about uh, 10 feet away from him. If you want to use a key point to dash to get all the way there, then like you could do something directly to them. Kristen says, yeah, I was thinking about that, but will my key points break the invisibility? Uh, no, I don't think so. Kristen says, well, sweet, let's use a key point then. I'm getting the impression that it's like, uh, that actual violent contact with anything will shake the dust off. That's how it seems Yeah, to like, me. I, I said, if you, like, uh, do something. It's just supposed to be the same as the invisibility spell, and that, that those are the conditions that break it. Yeah, I know. I just, um... I'm just working with you guys. So, if you attack him, um, with, like, the intent to do harm, then that will break the, um, invisibility. But if you try to, like, if you, like, try to, like, gently, like, hold him, then... You can like, try to trip him. Yeah, you can also try to trip Grab him. Grab a sheet. Turn him into a ghoul ghost, and then dance with him off the stage. Christian says, what if I try to get the barrel out of his hand so I can knock him off balance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, that works. Make, um... How, or how are you- are you trying to just wrestle it out of his hands? Are you trying to... Because how, how you're doing it depends on, like, what you're rolling? Christian says, yeah, I'm trying to think of what a good roll to do would be. You do kind of like a sleight of hand. I'm gonna do sleight of hand at that point now. You could try to like pry his fingers off with a sleight of hand, I guess. That's how I would roll that. Christian says, that's the best okay, I've got. Yeah. Christian says, my hands so versus your barrel. Ah, I got a good number. That's a dirty 20. Okay, yeah, so you just sort of, like, you just take your, just sort of, like, gently pry off his hand, and he kind of, like, flinches, and then, because he feels that something touching him, and he doesn't know that it's there, um, and then he kind of, like, fumbles to, like, catch the barrel, um, and, uh, then if the barrel, let's see if he catches it. Oh, yeah, he manages to catch the barrel, um, 
But then, like, the other actors around him are, like, giving him this stink eye, so he, he kind of, like, backs up. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Kiara. It's your turn. So where am I on the map? Am I down there in the corner with the others? Yeah, you're over in the left corner. Uh, the control box for the stage is by you. And then Farah's off near um, the wash tub up towards the front end of the stage. And then uh, Kayanthi is by two of the tieflings. Um, and then one is currently under a pile of boxes. Um, and then the other one of the tieflings is just kind of like hanging around the, the tables. All right. Uh, I'm gonna mosey over and uh, sort of. Are there any? Uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna mosey on over in Kayanthi's direction, and I'll uh, sort of stand over there and see what help I can offer okay. in the next round. Yeah, okay, so I can get you to the left corner of the yellow box in the middle of the stage, which yep. is the raising platform. Okay. Okay, is that all, is that all you want to do? Um, yeah, I think that's all I'll do for now. Can I have a ready action? Yeah, you can hold an action. Okay. Uh, is there any, uh, rope or a sheet nearby? Yeah, there is. There's a sheet that's by... that's, um... Uh, on the, the, like, curtain next to you. So you, like, just grab that on the way over. Yeah, uh, my ready to action. Now, uh, bear with me and tell me if this is possible. I kind of want to uh, see if uh, if there are any sudden movements, if I'm able to either put the sheet in the way or throw it on top of them to impede them. Okay, so okay, so now you so you're holding the sheet ready to throw it in case they get in range. Yeah. Okay, so there's just a floating sheet in the middle of the stage. Oh no, uh <laughs> I mean you could like move it like along Yeah, I, I didn't know if I was on the stage or not, sorry. You could like put it over yourself and be a ghost. You could like move it along the floor if you want, like <laughs> Or it could be a floating sheet. I mean it's to, add you to can, the um, Yeah. I'll say you wouldn't stood you can stand by the cart and like have your hand on the sheet ready to pull it off and throw it. Okay, okay, we'll do that. Alright. Okay. Well, I don't think you're able to pull through those right now. Not right now. Not at this point. Not yet. Okay. The, uh, next up is the guy who, whose, the boxes fell on him. Um. Manages to get out from under the boxes. Uh, one of the the other, there are two actors that come and help him, and uh, they sort of like play it off as like group of them come over and 
He plays along with them to put the boxes away. Um, and that takes up most of his time. So he only is able to get to it about there. And the third one, this guy, this one. This other one's moving along the back. Uh, this stage is, you know, this uh, as people are doing dance numbers, the, the people on stage are moving. Uh, so, Luna, I'll have you do a dexterity check to get out of the way. Dex or acrobatics? Uh, either one. Uh, because these actors are coming towards the boxes. Uh, Kiara, you too. You have to also do some sort of acrobatics or dex save because they're moving past you and it's very tight. Got a ten? Ten. Okay. One of them um, bumps into you and you're not prone. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, make a dex save because the actors are on the move and you're in a very tight spot. Oh, I told you, Lord, no. And, uh... That's a natural one. Oh, oh no. Uh, you are also not prone. Thump. You're just not a fan of the theater. Nope. With a big, like, thud. People kind of look back and, like, don't see anything. Um, and then, uh, like, but they're, they have, the show must go on. They go back to, like, what they're doing. It's just kind of a bird. They get back into, like, line. Uh, there's a moment where Kiara just lays on the ground, sitting on the floor like a stuck turtle. <laughs> looks up and sees everyone still walking around, and it's just like, hmm. Yeah. 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 You're not prone. Luna, you're not prone, but you do manage to get out of the way. Um, uh, are you going towards the left or the right? Uh, or trying towards, to get over the boxes. Uh, towards the right. Okay, you have to like just like squeeze into this little spot in between people which is slender. You can like literally feel people like breathing on you, like that's how close you are. Okay. Um, oh yeah. All right. Ellie. No, wait, it's the. Um, no, wait, you're right, you're right. It is Ellie's turn. Okay. Um. Alright, this is gonna be weird. Um. Can I try to get within 30 feet of Pharaoh? Um. Yeah, um. Because here's what I'm gonna. You'll have to make some sort of check though because you have to get around these tables and these people and I honestly don't really see a clear path. Okay. It could be difficult terrain. Yeah, it's basically difficult terrain at this point. That's what they're doing. Okay. Maybe an acrobatics to like jump along the tables? Uh-huh, yeah. Sure. Feeling lucky. Hey, dirty 20. Okay, yeah. Okay. And so, where's where's those? Where are the pursuers? 
There's one here. There's one here. Okay. Um, yeah, and where's where's Farah? Is she by the trap door? Yeah. Okay. But she, yeah, the trap door is the trap door is here, and the raised the rotating platform is what she's on currently right now. Um. Okay. I'm going to use my face step because my face step is different when I'm in autumn form. Okay. What, uh, what happens is people within 10 feet of where I appear must make a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by me. Okay, your invisibility will drop. Um, is face step a spell? It's a it's a natural ability that I have. So I mean, technically, it's not a spell, but however you want to. Okay. Natural. Okay. It's my ability as an elemental. Okay, I'll I'll let you do it. Okay. okay. Let's see. Let's see. See how it goes. So basically, I teleport and like so invisible. You don't see it, but just like I imagine, just like kind of like a puff of just like autumn leaves. Here. Okay, and so everyone within 10 feet. So it might get the other guy too. Because it says up to 2 feet. See if it works. It's a shot. Uh, what's your spell, DC? Um, it's a, it's a 13. Okay. It's based um, off of my charisma. Let's see, uh, this person in the red cave is charmed by you, doesn't understand it because it's invisible. And then, we'll say orange dice Oh no, I would be trying to do it on Farah. Oh, you're trying to do it on Farah! Okay, oh. so, sorry, I should I should clarify. So, the charm effect happens where I appear. Okay, so you poop over here. Okay. And you charm, you're trying to charm Farah. Okay. So technically, hit the washer lady too. So what happens? Okay. What's your spell DC? It's thirteen. Sure, roll the thirteen. Oh my gosh. Where are we the washer lady? The washer lady is entranced by you. Okay. Oh, this invisible form I love. She just is... looks at this like light. She looks at you with like. I don't know, she looks kind of, like, confused, like, huh. Alright, alright, I got it, I'm gonna work with this. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Time she's facing out, she just takes a deep breath and sighs. Okay, it's, it's okay, I have, I have plans, I guess. The washer lady is on my side, maybe. <laughs> okay. Hey, can you grab her Yeah, yeah, that's Oh yeah, uh, we have Farah, and she'll, um... I was gonna have her have a path for her, so she comes over to this group. Okay, back to the round Luna. 
Okay. So are we trying to get to her or stop the guys? It's up to you. Okay. I just want to make sure they are on the same Like, I know I'm on the same page as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get to start away from the pursuers. Or if we can get it off of her, that's, yeah. that's fine. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. So what, like, remind me of the state of this guy? Um, this guy. He's just, they're just standing there. Like, that's where they are. Okay, so since this guy's closer, I'm gonna like sneak over there. Okay. Um, you slip between these guys. And I'm gonna grab my sword that Lionel made me and just like crouch down and like stick it like in front of his ankles. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're trying to trip him. Yes. Okay. Ooh, nice. Nice. Uh, we'll have you... I guess that would be like I would say that's a sleight of hand, unless you think something else is more appropriate. I would just think another dex one. Yeah, but like, well, okay. Like the only one I'm proficient in is acrobatics, but I don't think acrobatics is really Nah, really. so. Fifteen? <laughs> he goes down. Nice. <laughs> Boom! Great job. Okay. Yep, uh, this guy goes down. And, um, oh yeah, she's number one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she's one. Alright, so, back here, um, yeah, Kathy, you were working with Barrel Guy. She's walking across. She's kind of Moseying her way across stage, and then number four, I believe, is this guy. That's all I'll have to do right now. And uh, then we have Kayanti. Kayanti says, I am blind. You're by the yellow circle, I mean square, in the middle. He says, oh, I see me. Closest to me, sort of by the middle of the stage, walking towards Sarah. They are all walking towards Sarah, so I am planning on tripping him. Okay. Do you, uh, I guess we'll do contested decks. It says, alright, contested decks. That isn't nice. Nine. Uh, he rolled really well. He rolled a natural 17. Oh, he did. Got a natural 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you, like, try to grab at, uh, his cloak, and, um, he, uh, you, you do successfully grab it, um, and, uh, but the, it's a loose piece of fabric, so it kind of just flutters off of him, and he looks behind him confused, and we'll say that you have, like, you have just a bit of the distraction. It says, all right. Yay. Okay, next up. 
Jupion. The is Kiara. Sorana asks, does it take my entire movement to get up? It no. takes half your movement to get up. Alright, uh, I'm going to have my movement to get up, so I okay, get up. up. I don't have any additional movement, right? No. Uh, and I don't think I can use action surge, right? You can use action surge, right? Yeah, I can use action surge. No, it's an ability, it's not a spell. Oh, sweet. I'm going to use action surge and uh, go, uh, well, off I go. Pharaoh's the purple one, right? Yeah. Bomb diggity. That's where I'm gonna go. So, I'm gonna go as far as I can towards her. I don't know how far I can get with all the things in the way. Uh, you're invisible and you can slip through people, so I just put you right over by the forge. I see that. Uh, how many squares behind Ellie is that? You're, okay, oh, wait, so, I see the board. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, so there's Ellie and you're one, two, three squares to the right of her. Because I just had you move uh, diagonally. Um, so you had half your movement and then your full movement, so you moved 45 feet to there. Oh, sweet. Okay, uh, I'm by a tiefling now, right? Um, yeah. Are they carrying anything? Um, they don't uh, appear to be carrying. Um, okay, let me. Um, this one. Yeah, she has. I mean, she has knives on her. And um, the other one close by her. There's out of th out of these four, three of them are chieflings, and one of them's a half orc. And the half orc uh, appears to have some kind of like. Um, symbol, uh, like some sort of holy symbol in his hands um, that he's just kind of like turning in his hands. Okay. I see that there are play actors near me. Are there any props on the ground that I could potentially use to, to shove in the way of these people to make them trip? There's right by the forge. So you can take like the hammer or the ingots. Uh, you can just, you can just scoot over the whole rack. Okay, strength check! Oh yeah, you just heaved that rack over, um, and then, so the rack is now this uh, we'll say you put it, like, kind of squarely in the middle of them. There we go. And you, and, uh, and you're, you knocked some things over, so, like, the stage is kind of just fumbling around, and <laughs> the play actor who's actually working there, like, just kind of gawks, and is like, oh. um, and the other, and then the half-work of the tiefling also kind of just look at Bewildered as this table just moves. <laughs> then you hear one of them whisper, Was that you? No, it was me. <laughs> okay, uh, Kiara. 
I don't know if I trust her ability to go woo ghost right now and just scare them. <laughs> okay, okay, this is two. So you tripped this guy, so he only has half his movement. Um, so he can only move, like, that far. And then she is trying to get around stuff. Also only half movement, so she can only get to there. Okay. I'm glad to be of help. I really do like helping the stage play. Having great fun. <laughs> this in disembodied voice <laughs> comes out and he's just uh Hello, who's there? Okay, Ellie, it's your turn. Okay, um, after appearing in just like a, a small shroud of leaves, I see the, um, the washer lady looking in trance, and what I do is I grab her hands with my invisible hands, and I just go, I'm your close dear friend. I need you to get this scarf from Farah and bring it to me, please. And so I am going to make a persuasion check with Advantage. Advantage. Yeah. Nice. Uh, da, 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 that's a 24. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. 19. Yeah. She, she just sort of nods, um, and then, uh, she just walks over to Farah, and, um, you see her just... I, I'm imagining she is the buffest and the most strongest washer lady. Washer lady! <laughs> 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 she scrubbed the lawboards! Uh, she comes over and just grabs Farrah's wrist while she's singing. <laughs> <laughs> and Farrah's just like... Trying to keep singing is a like, <laughs> uh, She even changes the lyrics. Oh, my friend, like, you come at this time to to She's greet me warmly, of course. She's real good. <laughs> um, and we'll do, like, okay, well, this is what we'll do. Ferris uh, the orange one, Washer Lady is the clear one, so we'll see who wins. Oh, Washer Lady got the scarf. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. She like rests, she kind of like rips, you know, yanks it off. And Farrah, it just, um, you see her go white. <laughs> and then, um, the, the, um, the music keeps going. The, um, the Washer Lady comes back to Ellie uh, and holds out the scarf. <laughs> And everyone's looking around confused as Farrah just looks over at the the audience and then just um, like uh, is utterly speechless, like she has been overcome by a terrible stage fright. Uh, and then Celestra just kind of stands up and starts singing the part. <laughs> And then everyone's like, okay, we're going with it! Alright, um... I guess, now, now that I have yep. the scarf, I, I try to go 
back behind stage by like trying to keep the scarf close and trying to Yeah, so this floating scarf goes off, so you're moving back towards the stage? Yeah. What I'm gonna try to But you did use. I would say the persuasion was. Is my action. Was your action? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just so, use as much movement I, as I can to avoid them and to get to the back of the stage. Yeah. Move to the back of the stage. Um. Um. And. I don't. I don't know if there's a way for me to. Alert the other dancers. The only way I can think of is just to wave the scarf. <clears throat> but I don't, I don't know. That might draw the other people too. I mean, it was pretty obvious the scarf was taken. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. As far as I know, though, like anything that you wear or carry is technically invisible. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. You take it. Yeah. So you're invisible. Okay. Well, and I... so is the scarf. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just hoping that my my companions catch the the, the, the dread and the commotion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see the drama. They, they see the scarf vanish into thin air. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you guys make the decision yourselves if you think your character would understand what happened. So, Luna, it is now your turn. Okay, I think Luna would understand what happened and would want to try to stop some of them from chasing after us. So she's going to take advantage of the fact that one guy that she just went after is now at the front. Uh-huh. And she's going to be a jerk and uh, decide to, from behind, like pull his pants down and use the pants to trip him again. Yes! Okay, yes. you're going to pants him! Okay. Okay. Um, I guess that would. That could, I could. How are you pantsing him? Are you trying to like undo his belt? Or are you trying to just yank him down? I guess, like, I feel like most pants here aren't that, or like in this time period, aren't that, like, that secure. It's not like they're wearing, like, yeah, like they're just kind of held. It's, they're held, it's a probably, it's tied. Yeah, it's gonna it, be like a tie or, you know, a sash that holds them yeah, up. Yeah, I guess it's like maybe it's like a bow or something, so she just like pulls the. Yeah, like it could, it's just kind of like fastened on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you trying to like untie the knot? Yeah. Okay, do the decks. That is 13. Okay, well, oh. Okay, that's enough. You just sort of take it, and then his pants drop down, you see his white and red spotted underwear, and he goes, oh, 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 oh. And then he kind of like scurries, and then like trips behind the, the, um, this little water trough. And he holds onto his pants just until he tripped. Uh, he actually, we'll say that, like, like, actually, like, trips into the water trough and is now, like, soaking away, and the audience is like, ah! As Celestra tries to keep singing this serious song about love. And then Luna's gonna, like, make her way back. Okay. She can get down to just next to Ellie, I think. Okay. Uh, then it's... It's number one. It's two. Just 
is not Okay, um, so we'll say that uh, one of the tieflings is looking around and she's, she's red-skinned and has these, like, bright, striking blue eyes. Um, and she kind of, like, you see her just sort of back up and then, um, begins talking to the other guy on the stage, um, one of her accomplices. Kiara, you can hear them say, what happened? I don't know, the scarf just vanished. <sighs> okay. Let's just pull out for now. And, um... Yeah, next is... Three. Which I think is this guy. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. This guy, um, the guy you just tripped kind of like just steps out of the water trough um, and it, he's just using his action to uh, pull up his pants. <laughs> um, and then he's gonna just... Yeah, he's just gonna try to like uh, back into the crowd. So he's just gonna try to like slowly make his way back uh, the stage. I can't believe you guys let me talk to let you guys talk me into this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the actors are moving across the stage. I will say that he was over there. Ellie. Uh, oh, no, Kiara. No, uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Other one. Hey, Anthe. People. Oh, I'm, I'm with the wrong red people. Oh, well, that's fine. Um, the guy with the barrels just like looking around confused because he sees his two friends talking. His other friend just fell into a water trough and he's just been fumbling around with a barrel back here. So it's just like, oh, what's going on? He's kind of just waiting. Uh, Kayanthi, what do you, what do you want to do? Kristen says she would definitely that the scarf is missing. So I feel like she would be looking around, trying to figure out where Ellie went. But she doesn't know where she is, so my intent is to have her block these other people from getting in the way. So I'll just um, move you to kind of like stand in the way of uh, these two over here by the forge, and then do you want to just hold your action when they move to trip them or something? Okay, sounds good. Kristen says, sounds good. Okay, Kiara, now it's your turn. <laughs> Kiara says, well, it looks like I blocked my own exit. Let's see. What's around me? I see hammers. I see the cart I knocked over. I see... The props all over the stage. Is there anything else that I can use? Is there anything I can use to just minorly inconvenience them? Um, yeah, there's, uh, you can... Currently, they're just kind of, like, standing there. There is, um... One, there is one that's standing by one of the wash tubs. You could like theoretically go. Um, I don't know, but it's not. Uh, you could like squeeze by and try to like shove him in the tub. 
Or you could, um, just... It's a play forge, so... You could just move the table again. <laughs> you can climb over it. Okay, so yeah, you just move the rack again. And, um... Yeah, do another strength check. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you just rotate the table and then just kind of like sandwich them between the props and the table. And then you kind of like just watch. They watch in terror as this table moves again on its own. What? Is this place haunted? I don't think so. Cleric, you should know! <laughs> one's a half orc and one's a tiefling. The half orc is the cleric. Okay, okay. Uh, so they, so uh, the, the cleric speaks infernal, right? Um, y you can try. No, no, the, the cleric. Do, do they, oh, uh, the, the, the tiefling. The tiefling could oh, no, know. Sorry, not, not infernal. Abyssal. My bad. My brain. Yeah. yeah, we'll say yeah. yeah. The tiefling knows a soul. Wait, I say in a very soft and looking tone, just And then uh, the the half orc and the tiefling kind of look at each other like, cheers that. Yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and much, much like the the two um, gold diggers in Pocahontas, um, they just take off that way and don't even care. They just go that way, and they're they're gone. They're out of there, pushing things out of the way. Leave. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've done my job. Okay, next up is... Okay, so he looks behind him and sees his friends going, so he's like, oh, okay. Six. He's just gonna, like, try to meet up with them. Um, and we'll just say this guy also sees his friends going, so they're just, like, they're just on their way out. Um, okay. Do you guys? All right. We'll just say for the sake of brevity, we'll end the uh, skill challenge there, and you guys all gather backstage. Hooray! We won! Yeah! We did it. We got the scarf. Okay. You guys uh, gather backstage with the scarf in hand. Uh, what do you guys do? All right, let's let's hurry up and get out of here. We don't know where those Thanks the sewers are gonna. Yeah, let's get back to what's her name's house. Jupa. Or Jupa. Or Celiana. One of those. Pick me up, Jupiana. To be honest, Jupiana. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you guys head back to the Ronwood Estate. Woo! The tiles just stuck. We did. Stop. <sighs> With a, a victory in hand, you guys go back to the Roanwood Estate, and 
you guys go and lounge in her one of the parlor rooms. There we go. That's the right word. Uh, have, it's actually like uh, late afternoon, and uh, you guys come come inside to see Ariadne, who's Heth and Celiana's daughter. And she sees Ellie. That's cool. And she runs over and she goes, Ellie! Um, and then she looks like she's going to give you a hug, but then she like stops and is like, oh. and she curtsies. How do you do? Uh, Practicing social distancing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I curtsy as well. I'm good. <laughs> and then she uh, kind of like grabs her skirt and twirls a little bit. Um, can I hug you? And I curtsy once more and I'm like, yes. Okay. And she squeals and goes, yay, and hugs you. And she's like, mom's been teaching me about consent. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Yeah. We love consent. <laughs> but remember with me, you can hug me anytime. Oh, okay. Because we're friends. Uh, and then she um, kind of gushes over how she has... Um, a violin lesson and um, says she's um, going to go to it. <clears throat> and uh, she she looks around and she um, you see her become um, really sad. And then she she looks to the group and says, Mom, you told me about Tarina. Um, it makes me sad because I go in the laundry room where she hid and I think about her. Aww. I, I remember here to cry about this. Oh, and then, um, Everyone's with you guys. Oh, yes. Okay, we reconvened with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, um, I forgot about him. But anyway. <laughs> it's okay. He was, um... He was, he was also invisible. Yeah, yeah also... he's waited outside. Kiara says... He was not prone and then had to lie still because uh, the play actors would find him either standing or laying down where he wasn't supposed to. So he just sort of possumed for a while there. Let's say that um, the guy in the towel actually like caught him and threw him back outside. <laughs> and then he's, by the time he got back in, you guys like were, um, you guys were running out and he, um, yeah, he was able to sniff you guys out and uh, you guys met up. Um, and then uh, we'll say we'll say that Aravin is there, um, and he has a little moment with her, where they talk about Tarina, and um, how he is glad that she had friends that cared about her. Um, and then uh, had, she she starts to just tear up a little bit, um, and then um, like big wet tears come up. 
And then head, head comes out, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> he comes out, he comes and picks her up, and he's like, hey, there, there, there. Um, wailing begins, and at the top of the stairs, Stelliana was like, bust out the door, mom senses alert. <laughs> and then she and Heth kind of exchange this, you know, serious glance, and he's just like, it's okay, it's okay, I got her, I got her. Hey, uh, let's, um, Heth picks her up. Outdoors. Yeah, picks her up, takes her violin, and I, let's, let's not go violin today, okay, honey? And she's like, no. <laughs> and Stelliana looks at you and says, oh, good, you're back. Um, she walks down the stairs and hands you guys this paper. Uh, she says, I've heard from the Bregans. Oh, actually, there we go. At the top of the stairs, um, she had the, uh, she, okay. She comes up to you and says, you should know that Baron Evelios, Tyrion's father, has appealed to Prince Orenthal to do an official investigation in Toro. Um, Keanthi and those of you who are familiar with El, yeah, forest elf nobility would know that Prince Orenthal is one of the princes over, um, the Elven Principalities. Um, and you can deduce that it's probably the one that he's in, that the Baron is part of. Even if getting involved with the Drow is always messy, and Orthel likes to keep things simple. So even if Orthel did grant the request, then we'd need approvals from matrons. She just kind of like rubs her eyes. It's a start, and I'll keep my eye on it. But um, we have some good news too, and she hands you this envelope. Um, you guys open it. Inside it says, it's uh, an elaborate wedding invitation. It says, you were invited to the wedding of Nessa Avra, granddaughter of High Priestess Aideen Avra and Sir Kian uh, Sianol to take the hand of Rhaeric Braden, son of Lady Deirdre Braden and Viscount Anthony Braden Hall of Leicester Kingdom on the second half moon of Winterfall, which is roughly, you're in summer, so it's at, in the middle of uh, winter. Held in the Cathedral of Black Tears, followed by a reception shortly after. A secondary reception will be at the Graydon Hall, the uh, Graydon Hall Grand Hall in the Leicester Kingdom, three arch trines after the wedding. An arch trine is essentially a month because a trine is their eight-day period, and then four of those makes an archer. Why recognize any of these names? You would recognize the Braden name. You know that they're nobility. You don't recognize who this Rierk person is, because that's a pretty unusual name for a drow. And then you would also recognize um, the name uh, Asiul as uh, the last name of your magic teacher. So, um, Sir Kian Asiul who is Nessa's grandfather, is related to your magic teacher somehow. But that's kind of like all you got. She's like, yeah, that is news. That is certainly news. Definitely newsy yes, news. Weddings. <laughs> Weddings. Weddings. I mean, I, I'd love to see Riord, but... Are, are we kind of... Are we wanted by Toro? We didn't leave with the best standing. I definitely wouldn't recommend going to the wedding, but there is a reception at the 
at, uh, at, the, at um, the Graydon Hall estate, which is the Rierich's uh, human site. Do I know where that is? It's definitely in Drow territory. Uh, make a history check. You can make a history check. History, it won't history be that high because probably would know. Nine. <laughs> A nine. You know it's in the southwest. That's about it. Okay. Of the Leicester. I feel like we're kind of like Midwest. If yeah. I'm remembering the map right. Yeah, uh, let me get a map. I don't want it to be good accent. I'm changing my mind. It's going to be east. Okay. <laughs> I just always envisioned it somewhere in um, the south, so I'll make it here. Okay. And it's six months away. Yeah. Is it in Drow territory or is it somewhere else? The wedding itself is six months away in Drow territory. It's in Toril. And then there's a reception in Toril, and then there's a second reception in the Leicester Kingdom that will be um, another, like, a month after that. So it's technically, like, seven months till the... Because they have to travel from Toril to the uh, father's side. Yeah. Yeah, full disclosure. Kiara's intake of this information is, hmm, yeah, that sure is definitely in a place where I would be arrested. I do not intend to be there at all. <laughs> she doesn't say anything, but the expression on her face is that of, like, yes, that's news. Cool. And then what you guys you guys hang out um, and about like an hour later you hear uh, Order and Luscious come through the back door panting. <sighs> they they look like they just ran like a marathon and just kind of flop onto the floor. Kristen says, Kayanthi will approach them with the look of concern on her face and offer a towel to wipe their face off with. Um, and then Order just kind of like waves one hand up before flopping it back on the ground and Luscious is just like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Kiara approaches them with a smile, all in good humor, and says, if you had given me a second, I would have thrown, I don't know, a bit of cloud of darkness your way. Might have had a little bit better of a head start. Oh, that would have been grand. Why is it? <laughs> Why are you holding back on me now? So <laughs> you ran off before I could do anything about it. <laughs> well, you know we're a bunch of. That you're good at cutting out of a party too soon. <laughs> well, you know us, a bunch of headstrong idiots. Anyway, did you get the scarf? I'm glad to see you here. Bring it out. Oh, good. And then he pulls up the chalice and he just puts it on the table and he kind of like looks at them all. All right, well, I don't know how dangerous these relics on are. On prior time. Um, and to make a long story real short, I don't want these in the hands of the Dwarven government or any government, so I'm going to turn them over to the, um, the Varmeers. You might be familiar. I believe you are friends with one of the Vermeers. A lot of comes to mind. 
I was just like, I remember the phrase chief, um, chief, chief dis like, okay, we knew who it is. What is first name, first name from bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're a family that's kind of been in charge of holding relics. I think they've, uh, they do have demons in their family. They know. Indeed. They, they also are, um, they're, um, an interesting place. They live on Balaren, which is an island off the coast of the Elven Principality. So they're kind of... Um, he explains that the Balaren Elves are... Um, they're technically a part of the Elven Principalities, but um, no one from the Elven Principalities goes there because um, the Balaren Elves basically run themselves <laughs> and cannot be tamed. Um, and part of that's because they've been sitting on a, their, their job as like a family, their like calling as a family is to like hold relics and keep them sequestered. Keep them secret. Keep them yeah. Secret. They're like, they're like warehouse 13. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he, th I'll be making my way that way. So, um, Sounds like you guys are going north, so I'll, I can travel with you. Um, and Order just goes, "Yeah, I'd want to. I want to get out of here." Kathy <laughs> <laughs> um, will help Order to his feet. And say, "Yeah, it might be best for you to go where less people know you." Oh. Wow. Are you trying to stay or, stay or, or go? Sorry, I'm sorry. saying that he should go. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Reach down and help support awesome, him. Awesome. Just like, like, yeah, yeah. What is that part of Little Sis? A great little underarm support. Yeah, yeah. 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 like like this, and they like like just like put like elbow on your head. Yeah, and you're standing there, this big old wave of B.O. comes wafting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't trust the mutation. The um, while, while this is happening, while he's like snipping his like own BO, I, I want to try to stealthily cast Druidcraft, but make it like skunk sting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. She's, I feel like Luna would notice by now, say. Yeah. Because she's a good friend. Yeah. Alright, so this is, this is, this is, this is a sleight of hand, right? Uh, it's, yeah, sleight of hand. So that was that's, 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 oh, that's good. Dirty 20. Yeah, definitely. You kind of just like, when you're sticking around, um, actually, you know. Yeah, when I, I whisper to my staff, and I'm like, Sipo, farts. And like, Sipo knows what that means. Yeah, it it's like, it's like for some reason, I have a code for, for my <laughs> spirits that people can't even see, but like, it's it's my it's my own thing. Uh, so I just like a little moat of like uh, 
like comes out and just like kind of just comes. Woo! She finds us all terribly, terribly entertaining. These are good times. She came along just for the rides, and these are good times. Yeah. Uh, I can. I see Arabin actually like witnessing you talk to like the spirits that he can't see, and just kind of like gives everyone this like. He like Mally. Like, what is she doing? Oh, looking at What's happening? I mean, he's trying to make eye contact with people, so yeah, you see it. He's like, what is happening? Um, anyway, so then uh, Lucius kind of bundles up the, the stuff and uh, she says, Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Golden Hawks, Baron Jackson. Yeah, I guess. So, um, that's we'll be, yeah, that's where we'll be going. No, we're not. <laughs> Frank got in your accent. Kristen says, a delicious backstory. Yeah, so Delicious tells you that you're an accent. Luna's like, like really grumpy. Like, you can see that she's like starting to get her moration. She's like digging her flaws. Like, there wasn't a table in the scene before, but now I see the table. And it's There's just like, table, yeah. Yeah, she's like digging her flaws into the, the wood. And it's like, what, what's, what's wrong? We need, we need to get you know, into the golden accent. Kiara's initial reaction is, Oh, excellent, a solution. Would, would I know who's in Daxon? I don't, I don't oh, think I would. would. Oh, I would? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 he multiplies! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, 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 I kind of, of like, scratch, scratch, my, scratch my head and I'm like, Oh, right there. He's there. Unfortunately, um, um, you know, I, I don't know if there's any way there's around, any way around it. If we want to get rid of this curse, we have to go. We have to go. We can't. We can't. We can't go. We can't go, we can't go there. Can't go there. I, can't go I can't go back. Well, Kiara kind of sits there and is like, well, I mean, it is quite endearing when you lick people and uh, and dig holes and sometimes sniff other people. I think, I say you carry it rather well, all things considering. I think you should keep going the hard way. Just not really wearing this other stuff, you know? You know, for all the inconvenience, I think we can just go and ignore it. I I think you carry it rather well. She is also looking pretty terrible. Like, she's like covered in hair. She's starting to have like the black veins, like creeping yeah, across like, her body. Yeah. We can't go there. <laughs> the veins <laughs> just pulls on her. Did you do it? She looks at Lucius because he like, that's the only person she can think of who could have answers. Just like, do you know how long, like, how long this gets worse? How long, how long this gets worse? It's like, this is, because it's like progressing. So she's just like, where does it stop? Like, what's going on? Um, can I examine you? Uh, well, in all cases, I've heard that it takes a full month to reach the 
height of the person. So four limbs. So, um, so I'll be like a normal werewolf then? Will I not look like this? Or, uh, I, I don't know. I think that it gets progressively worse until, um, you know, I don't know, you learn to accept that part of you. Um, I haven't really spoken to actual werewolves. I tend to just... I mean, we, they're the only professionals that we know. We, don't have really any other option. But we can't go there. I could go. I don't mind going and bringing back a proper solution. Maybe it's a draft, maybe it's a potion, I don't know. Maybe it's a rabbit foot. Oh no, she didn't say rabbit foot. She says a fast foot. Well, if it's a curse, which is what it is, he, um, he taps his forehead uh, and taps, uh, Whatever battle is going to happen, it's going to be inside you. That's how curses work. Uh, so you have to learn how to fight. How to fight the curse. Basically, like, exert dominance over it. But I don't know how to do that. I don't know if that involves a ritual. I don't know if that involves a spell. I don't know how it works. It's not my speciality. There were, you had demon toxic houses, and I certainly help you out. But yeah, we we don't know how long you'll you will have control. She just kind of like digs deeper into the wood. Well, I mean, we can just head north, and then your friends can talk to this person. We don't need to go into town. We need information, sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, judging by how many outfits you've gone through, this is good. <laughs> so, well, unless you want to just keep a, a, a three extra packs of clothes on you the whole time. Yeah, we we have you to. We, I mean, all of us can back you up. I mean. It's just one guy. I mean, it's not, what if he doesn't- It's not one guy, it's his entire team. Yeah, but... Where? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Voltron? We're <laughs> <laughs> so like together. Make an ultimate ex-boyfriend. <laughs> well, you have your own team too. And I look towards everybody else. And I'm like, I mean, he might have a team, but like, but I'm a werewolf. If I and Naya hold your hands, and we're your friends, you can count on us. I know. It's just like there's also if I see him, I don't think I'm going to stop myself from changing instantly. And then if I hurt him or kill him, which as much as that'd be a relief to my dad and myself, uh, that. Like, I don't know what his family would do. Well, probably bury him. Kiara's <laughs> 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 not completely, completely like, just, just before she could even filter it, and she's like, a, well, probably bury him. <laughs> <laughs> What's up around the room? I'm 
I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I see. This is a conversation that is not very well suited and, and sensitive. And then, like, uh, Lucius just looks at you and just busts out <laughs> laughing. And he's just like, I'll join you on that drink. Family humor. Yeah, here, like, goes to get the drink. She's just kind of, like, just pass uh, the shoulder. It's like, oh, whatever it is, it is your choice. And she's just slinks <laughs> through the kitchen. Pink Panther song. You have an Erevan who's been watching the whole time. Well, it sounds like this is your only option. I don't. I mean, we, if we don't go to Daxon and obtain this information, how are you going to? control your curse. What if what if you don't control it and you're a danger to your friends? I don't know. I just know I can't go there. Uh he just kinda like <laughs> um, no, the kitchen's actually pretty far away. What about the wine kitchen? <laughs> the wine cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Just out by the entryway. Um... <laughs> Uh, and order is kind of just like, I mean, I mean, I know my way around the town and cities. Um, what's this dude's name? It's Odovacar. It's just like, you see him like think about it, and then there's this look of recognition as he just like mouths a curse word, and he's like, "I know that guy." Yeah, so do I. Uh, same bard college. Um, though I'm an alumni, I met him at an event. He's <laughs> not. I mean, that's coming from me, and I'm a train wreck. I mean, I'm a wagon wreck. We don't have trains. <laughs> That's how much of a train wreck he is. He's a train wreck. <laughs> I'm a wagon wreck. Um, I mean, we just, I mean, we don't need to talk to him. We just need to talk to this Golden Hawk dude, right? I mean, can we, like, talk, can we, like, bring the Golden Hawk guy out? I mean, if word gets back to him that I'm there. I mean, we didn't, we'll, I mean. We'll make sure that it doesn't. You can, I mean, we can disguise you. We can go in stealthy. I mean. Well, Ellie, you know the things he's done to me. I look down. Yeah, but... We're... We're running out of options. I know. Alright, well... 
Do you want to just like think about it or something? Sounds like you got stuff to work through. <laughs> yeah, probably. Alright. Okay, well, I don't know about you, but I'm. I'm creepy. <laughs> just like goes and just flops on the couch. Um, and we'll end it there unless you guys want to do anything else. Um. I think at this point, this is when, um, I think, like, this conversation would probably prompt Luna to okay. do the thing. Okay. I just, I just don't know how long it would take. Do you want to do that now, or do you want to, um, do that at the beginning of the next session? Um, I guess either works. I mean, I do have my prop. Okay. Um, um but I will have my prop next time. Thank you. So you guys, it depends on how late you guys are able to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess so. I'm, I don't I'm care about too. my job you have, anymore, so. You have, yeah, you're the one that has work early. <laughs> yeah, <I'm committed>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luna's gonna... You have a call for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Lucius are just like cajoling and drinking and uh, well, everyone kind of just kind of Everyone breaks off into their own little area um, and Luna, you go to the room that's been set apart for you guys. Does Luna have her own room, or is she sharing with the group or one person in her? You guys can share. They have. I think they have like three guest rooms. Um, so they, uh, it's up to you how you would want to split it, because you'd have to split it with the boys and the team. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how you guys would logically solve that. Um, my, I, my guess is that the um, boys would... Oh. My guess is that this is what would happen is Lucius would just go in and claim the biggest bed. Um, Orger would just pass out on a couch. Um, and then Aravan would just... Um, you know, he'd probably just turn into like a cat or something and sleep on a chair because you could do that pretty comfortably as a cat. And For a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last, the next, then that leaves two rooms for everyone. So everyone like has a bed to sleep on if they want to share a bed with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Luna, whoever she's sharing a room with is going to wait for them to like go to sleep or go into a trance. Or something so she can be like completely alone like pretend she's trying to fall asleep sort of thing okay you're sharing your room with kaldi okay yeah okay yeah she's gonna wait for them to fall asleep and then she's just kind of like um been thinking about her um like with the whole uh thinking about how she's like ashamed of herself now mm-hmm. and how like this is gonna affect her relationship with her family um, and also, like, everything that went on with Odo and the abuse that she went through there, um, 
and how it was basically was her family that like pulled her through it. Uh, and how like they they were the ones who like protected her and backed her up the whole time. Like honestly, I feel like Odo has like an offset nose. Yeah, Oxen is from Yeah, but um, but yeah. So she, uh, as she's just kind of remembering like how her dad always like tried to teach her, teach her and Lionel how to pray, but they were like too, like fidgety, <laughs> and stuff like that, and just couldn't weren't paying attention to something that was just so kind of abstract to them. Like it, it was like it was dead people. <laughs> yeah, they were dead to me. Why is yeah. that important? Yeah. So um. And, but she remembered that, like, she, like, her dad always felt like he could count on, like, calling on, like, his great grandfather or something, and, like, yeah, asking for help with things. And then after her grandfather died, that, like, she sometimes, that, like, he sometimes prayed to her, her grandfather, her, I guess, her poppy. She called him poppy. Oh. Um, so she. Uh, then she kind of so she just kind of remembers that connection there, and also vaguely remembers her super. I guess I call him super great grandpa Linus, mm-hmm. who died when she was four. He's like two hundred half elf. Um, so it's not confusing, but uh, she yeah. So she just kind of remembers yeah Lord Anthony, her yeah Poppy. She um, so yeah, she just kind of like sits up in her bed a little bit and like curls up. And she just kind of starts whispering a little bit to herself, like, in a prayer of, like, I'm not entirely sure how I do this, Poppy, but Dad says you're there. I think it's worth trying to figure that out if you're really there. And if figure out, like, if you guys really want me back. Um, okay. Make the religion check. Hi. I got a six. So it it takes a while. You sit and, and think about like your your past for a long time, and like you think about the hold that Odo has over you. And even though it's been years, you were traumatized, and that wound is still there. Um, and you look down at your claws how fuzzy you are um and just the the memory of Odo clings to your mind and the tears come down as you try to come to the terms with come to terms with the idea that like your family might not accept you back and then, like, as soon as you, like, even breach that idea, you feel this flicker of warmth from deep within you. And it's this sense of calm and peace coming across from you, and you remember your, your dad and um, super grandpa, what was it, what did you call him? Oh, um, yeah, there's uh, dad, Poppy, and super great grandpa Linus. Yeah, you remember Poppy 
uh, your early memories with him. Uh, you remember his smile, especially like you just remember one day when you were young that you were spending time with him, and that gives you you peace of mind. And you remember a little bit of Super Grandpa Minus. Um, and you remember something that they all would say to you is he said, Arnolds are people who, whose bonds transcend time. And even when I'm gone, I will be here for you. Um, you remember them kind of showing you the shrine and talking about it. Not exactly what, just remember them talking to you about the, the family shrine. And um, you fall into a, a sleep. And in this dream, you just are in this field and you feel okay. You feel peace of mind. And in the in the distance, you can see that the you know you've in the dream you've been it's early morning and the sun isn't up, but in the distance you see these outlines of Grandpa Linus and Poppy, and there are great big dower wolves. And um, further behind them, you see this this female figure that you're not quite sure who she is. Um, but in the back of your mind, you somehow know her. And they, they reach out their hands like they're welcoming you home. And the words echo in your head. Come to us, Luna. Reach out to us. She's very hesitant, but she kind of like walks over to them. Like first slowly, and then I think as she like it starts like kind of setting in that they're there. She's uh, like, there's probably like a quick thought in her mind, like, am I dying? But like, <laughs> but then she'll like actually start running to them, particularly to Poppy. Yeah, and you run over to them, and he, you would, you embrace each other, and he says to you, Luna. We are still here for you. You'll get through this. You're on our own. But what about my dad? Catch rise and he's just like, you know, you'll always be his pumpkin. He still buys you those socks, you know? The white fluffy ones. And, uh, Beside him, there's uh, a great big dire wolf. Mm. And uh, he says, Did you know you're named after my dog? What? <laughs> he pats her. She kind of goes, It's a lot deeper, though. <laughs> yeah, she's a good dog. And, what? um. Dad? <laughs> you should ask him about that. Okay. And then they're like, We've sent your dad to come to get you. What? Where is he? He's on his way. Start heading to Burkus. 
and then we'll be able to work through this. And they they um, hold your hands, which are still uh, werewolfy. We can figure this out together. Um, and then uh, you see at your feet, you look big, um, there's the the yellow flowers that you've seen in paintings and in the Arnold symbol. People uh, daffodils, right? Yeah. Yeah, those daffodils. Daffodils. And um, Great Grandpa Linus picks it up, says, the Arnolds have the daffodil because it is symbolic of rebirth. You will always be your family, Luke. Whether you're a werewolf or a druid, none of those things. So let's figure out what you're going to be next. And he hands you the daffodil. She kind of takes the daffodil and like cozies up to the dog that she's apparently named after. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after that, the, the dream fades and you go to sleep. That's where we're gonna end. Okay. Yay. Dog. Dog. Poor. <laughs> Her name's Luna. I, <laughs> yeah. I, my dog. <laughs> what? I thought that was very cute. I love that. I'm named after the dog? Yeah, it's a good dog. <laughs> Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to listen.